This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VTW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the NXT Podcast, your home for weekly NXT reviews and insights. The beautiful part of NXT is that when one dream ends, another dream begins. Find all of your NXT news, recaps, and analysis right here. So with that being said, we only have one question for you. Are you We thought so. Let's get the show started right now. All right, guys. How are you doing this week? This is Memphis Mark coming to you from Mullet Manor. And uh, this week's NXT review will start off with Heat Wave, their special event. You say I didn't say pay-per-view because <laughs> I... Haven't been able to stop saying that, but I didn't do it then, and we'll just jump right into this review. And it really starts off with Paul Heyman doing a, a synopsis or a recap of everything that has happened uh, and why these matches are happening, and uh, you know, just doing the buildup uh, of of everything. So 
that's where we start off, uh, and they're going to have three championship matches on this card, so uh, it goes straight off with Giovanni uh, Vinci and, um, and uh, Carmelo Hayes. So, uh, with Trick, of course, for the North American Championship. So uh, yeah, you got uh, you got this championship. You've got uh, uh, Braun and and uh, JD, and then you got uh, Mandy Rose and uh, uh, Zoe Stark. So here we go, um, and it, it really starts off good. They uh, um, they they go back and forth, of course, uh, you know, and I I would say their timing was pretty good, um, you know, and at the start, of course, when uh, when. Whenever Mello comes out and he's doing the shirt, he's got to burn the guy's shirt. So he does that at the start. But anyway, they get into the match and they're uh, they're going at it pretty good. Uh, you know, uh, both guys are, are going move for move uh, until Trick gets involved. Uh, why would he be out there if he wasn't going to get involved? Uh, but anyway, uh, Trick ends up grabbing uh, uh, grabbing a shoe. I believe it was the first time and. Vinci uh, doesn't like it, and it gets the timing thrown off. And then at one time during the match, you know, and there's going to be screw-ups in a match. I mean, that just it's just natural. These guys are still learning. Even though they have wrestled in other places or other parts of the world, when you get to these bright lights here, this ain't no normal bright light. This is the big time. So, And they're training you for the big time. So you have to break old habits, old bad habits, and, uh, you know, so sometimes it's harder to um, to train some of these guys and get something, uh, what you want out of them, because they're so used to doing things a certain way, and, and they, they just, it's hard for them to change. So anyway, we uh, this match was uh, was back and forth, of course, until Trick uh, gets involved, and uh, which leads to uh, Vinny doing a, 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 a flying press on him outside and he looked good and uh and he looked good most of the match uh i mean they both did you know what you're going to get out of Mello. you know you know you got a guy that's it's about 90 percent ready to go he still needs a, a little more but uh he's almost there and uh eventually i i have to say is you know kind of surprised me is is close but man that uh that flying press was great on the outside of the ring, and, um, and then he does a vicious, a vicious clothesline. Look freaking great, uh, and everything's good. You know, he uh, Trick gets up there, gets involved, and she uh, uh, power bombs him. Uh, he rolls out of the ring, which <laughs> Trick man, Trick, 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 Trick. I see everybody getting better. Everybody's getting better. I see progression. And, and just about everybody there, but Trick, I don't know yet. Okay, but uh, so Trick gets power bombed and then rolls out of the ring, uh, and he grabs Mello and goes to power bomb him, power bomb him the same way, and he reverses it. And when you reverse that, you get the pin. So Mello goes to the pay window. So that's that's uh, that's the way they start off, and then. Uh, then of course they, they they go to their first promo, their first major promo there, and it uh, it's Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction arriving in I believe it was like a a Range Rover or something, you know, some uh, Jaguar or whatever uh, uh, SUV. But they're getting out doing the goofy. Here we are, we're Toxic Attraction. <laughs> but they get their uh, get out and they do their little walk, and 
Who do they run into but Braun Breaker uh, and uh, Little Steiner? Uh, but uh, they uh, he, they pretty much say, you know, hey, I wonder who's going to, you know, have their belts at the end of the night. I believe it'll be me, but I'm not sure about you. And Braun's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, so <laughs> they go on from that. And they go into uh, Julius of the Creed Brothers had sent in a tape this weekend saying that, hey, I know, I know who is trying to break us up, who is trying to cause us harm. And he said he's going to, you know, talk about it a little later. And, uh, you know, they go into that. It's it's about commercial time. And, uh, you know, right after, before they go into their promo, they throw in a quick little promo with Von Wagner and his mouthpiece. And, uh, man, Von is, is about there. His mic skills, not too bad. Not too bad, you know, and I, he's another person I could see about 87% ready, you know, just needs a little bit more, but he's a big old boy, big old boy, and Vince, oh, wait a minute, no Vince, AAA loves big guys, so uh, <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just cut out Vince, like that, and we'll just paste in <clears throat> Triple H. Uh, but um, they do come back and they, they go into a little segment, a little promo with the uh, uh, Creed brothers and uh, 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 I can't think of the other gentleman's name right off the top of my head, but and Roderick Strong. And, um, you know, uh, Roderick's going, they're going back and forth. He says, Julius, that is, uh, is saying that, look, I know who's, who's trying to break us up. I'm going to confront him and everything. So he goes and looks at the ramp. It looks like he's looking for another wrestler. And he's like going, all right, I'm wanting the, this person that, that, that is trying to cause us harm. And as he's looking at the ramp, he turns and says, it's you, Roderick Strong. You're the culprit. You're the bad guy. And Roderick's like, no, no. But I mean, he uh, he, he doesn't do a good response. And he's he's been around for a while, but he just seemed very, uh, they wrote him out five lines and he memorized them last night. You know, that kind of a deal. So, you know, uh, Joyce is saying, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're going to you just you say one thing to our face and then stab us in the back, you know. And, and then Roderick's, you know, going, look, be very careful with the words coming out of your mouth, man. The very next thing you say, which I guess was the key for the gallows. So I got on that one. Uh, Gauss to jump in the ring, you know, and I always thought a Gauss was something you had to surgically remove, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. But it's Wolfgang and Mark and Joe Coffey, you know, they jump on. And I gotta say, gotta be honest, it's my opinion, it's my review here. I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Didn't like the, the uh, didn't like the Coffey brothers, Wolfgang, I did not, I just didn't like it. Uh, the way they jumped him, it didn't look good. Like they shoved him from behind, and and poor Brutus, man, he his facial expressions, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're sending him to an acting class, and they're they're working on that. But Julius is one on, on one side, being able to talk some, and 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 they're both intelligent people. I'm not meaning that, but Brutus just reminds me of a. I don't know, he's like a loose cannon with his facial expressions, man. They, you know, they want to be comical, but he's trying to, so when he tries to be serious, it's comical. When he tries to be comical, it looks like he's constipated. Uh, but anyway, 
uh, they uh, they jump in there and they're of course hollering and screaming and they're you know get us you know jump out of the ring and and the whole ordeal and they're standing on the ramp security comes up and I'm sorry I just I just I, the more and more I mean maybe I will change my mind maybe I will change my mind but right now I am not a fan of Gallus and and, and the, it, I'm going to make sure that it's not something that you have surgically removed also so I got to do a little research on that but they go into a Roxanne Perez uh, promo where she's complaining about Cora Jade of course and uh, and why is my friend doing this to me and uh, I can't believe I've never been in this situation yeah well Anyway, uh, but don't want to say this much about Roxanne. Her outfit looked like somebody had taken a taken a uh, referee shirt, ate it, threw it back up, and laced it together and put on it. Now, it, it, anything that young lady wears is going to look good. She's a beautiful young lady, but the outfit I just did not. It was standing next to a ref, it just. Uh, Guys, let me tell you this. Little my little tidbit of history. If you still had black and white TVs out there, that would throw you off with that, you know, blending in everything. So eh, you ain't gonna worry about that, Chuck. Get Zoel, all right. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No So that leads into the match. And um, of course, uh, Cora and, and Roxanne have a good match. You know, I, I rated, I did not give a grade on the. Uh, uh, the first match uh, with was the North American Championship with Melo and, and, and Giovanni. So I, I would say that match was a hmm. That match was uh, I'm gonna go C C. I'm gonna give it a, a C. And then uh, this match uh, with uh, Perez and and, uh, and Jade. Man, uh, they uh, they do good. Perez does like a bridge up. Um, you know, there's a I mean, Cora gets the better of her for most of the match, you know. But uh, their only r real big screw-up was uh, was uh, <clears throat> the slip when they were uh, going for Pop Rocks. Uh, and they covered that up okay. 
you know, and uh, of course Cora's got to go for Old Faithful, um, a stick. <laughs> she goes and gets the stick, brings it back in the ring, is going to use it. Uh, it gets taken away from her. Uh, Roxanne's got it, and Roxanne's like, I'm going to hit you. And the referee goes, no, come on, man, put it down, put it down. And she's like, no. And then we we'll put it down, put it, no. And then, of course, she puts it down, which leads to one, two, three, the other way. She gets butt whooped. Uh, and uh, I learned that as a as a young kid, uh, got in a situation I shouldn't have been in, and a gentleman had a stick or something, and I grabbed something just like it. And the guy, I guess, uh, convinced me to go, hey, man, let's just put it down and fight like men. And I put it down, and his friend went over and picked it up, and now there were two guys with sticks and me none. Not a good equation. All right, but anyway, we go, uh, uh, you know, uh, Roxanne get, loses that, but we go into a promo with uh, Big Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs and uh, Fallon. I believe it's Fallon Henry, I think. Maybe. I believe it's Fallon. And, um, you know, those are some big old boys, man. There's some big old cornbread-fed boys, man. I mean, you know, they're, they just need the little guidance they're getting now, and, and they're going to be fine. They're, they've got a future. Uh, one of them's a second-generation wrestler, of course. We talked about that. So <clears throat> they're going to be fine. But then that surgically, I mean, excuse me, uh, then Gallus comes back, and uh, they break in, and it's like, oh, you've been a champ for five minutes, and I was a champ for like 300 and whatever days, you know. I just don't like them. I don't think they have the, uh, uh, I just don't think that it works with American TV. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's my excuse. I don't know. I just do not. And maybe once I see them in some matches, I, my mind will change. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I just right now, nope, 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 nope. Okay. It goes straight into a recap of Tony D and Escobar Santos. Uh, and uh, it's a good little promo. You know, they, they just go back over everything, you know, and then pretty much it leads to, hey, this is the final match. This is it. So, you know, if Tony D wins, you know, uh, Escobar has to leave and the family stays. So Santos has got to uh, leave and, and the family stays. And that reminds me, uh, here's my history, of the uh, old, it's, it's kind of like what they're doing is a loser leave town match. And uh, back in the day, a guy would come in and work the territory, you know, <clears throat> if he was going over and everything was going good, as they were making money, they'd take somebody that they only wanted in there probably a month or so, and they'd bring, you know, he would extend his stay because they were making money. But when he had to go, he can't just disappear, you know, so they have to have something like an injury or whatever it was. Uh, but uh, most of the time it was something like a loser leave town match. And that person would have to leave the territory for a year. And, you know, it was always like, and if they really did have like Dusty Rhodes, I think lost one <coughs> to, to Flair or somebody, but he came back as the Midnight Rider. And uh, Joe, it's you know, under a mask, of course. And uh, so... You know, anyway, this is all leading up to Tony D and Santos's match. And, uh, it, it, you know, I didn't understand. Santos is taped most of the time outside walking towards the, uh, the ring. And then, of course, it goes into them inside and um, walking down the ramp. 
where Tony D, he just walked straight on out with that goofy little Italian, hey, hey, hey. So, <clears throat> and it's him and Sticks. So uh, they come out, and uh, the match starts, and uh, and uh, it looks like immediately that Santos is going, you know, uh, we, well, first thing, Santos kicks the man upside the head, man. <laughs> he kicked him right upside the head, and then they said, ring the bell. But <laughs> he goes, Santos goes out and goes after Tony's leg, and he's uh, he's doing real good, you know, and then Stax comes out of nowhere, and he flies over and nails the family, and you know, which leads to the first uh, the first introduction of the trash can to this match, uh, which was the trash can lid upside uh, Santos's head, and uh, you know, it, it, and then Tony turns his attack towards like the shoulder and arm, and uh, so you know they both are going back and forth. You know, uh, what was it? I wrote something down. Um, what was that? And I can't even read my own notes. Anyway, I'll just have to remember what I saw. But Stax, uh, you know, they go. It's back and forth, back and forth. And then um, Stax goes for the crowbar. Well, <laughs> the crowbar ain't there, man. And so um, the mystery that uh, the La Famille has uh, the crowbar, and they go to uh, swing at him. They they do all that back and forth. The crowbar ends up in the ring. He gets re Tony gets ready to use it. Gets kicked upside the head again. And uh, so it's down, and, and it, oh yeah, and there was brass knuckles that were introduced into the match too, trying to help Tony, but you know, nothing worked out. So they both do some moves back and forth, you know, and uh, they both get knocked out, and they're laying pretty much the same direction uh, uh, in the ring. And when they start finally kind of coming up, uh, like they're getting back, their bearings about them, they uh, start even like slapping at each other's face like I will never give up my family and they're going back and forth and then they both look over at the crowbar they both look over at their brass knuckles Tony goes after the crowbar Santos goes after the brass knuckles brass knuckles hurt very very much when you hit them upside somebody's head but a crowbar you don't have to be that close so Crowbar wins and Tony D is the victor, which means Santos has got to go. Yeah, whenever it's a Crowbar versus a, a, a Brass Knuckles, <clears throat> yeah, you got to be up close enough to use the Knuckles and the Crowbar. You can be however uh, the length of the Crowbar away. So, all right, so that's how uh, that match yeah, that's how that match ends. And then uh, they go into a promo with uh, the ladies' tax champs, Caden and Kat. And they're talking to Indy Hartwell. You know, remember her? Remember her? Remember her? Crazy Dexter that uh, did something, jumped over the barrier or something last week. Uh, I saw that, uh, and the security did a great job selling, um, you know, that it was for real. But I've never seen somebody stay focused on somebody jumping in out of the crowd that long. So when it had to be something. So anyway, uh, so India is talking to uh, them, and uh, some lady just comes up and says, "Hey, uh, Miss Hartwell, you have a message," and hands her a piece of paper. And um, we're guessing. We're just guessing. Everybody guessing. Anybody see it? Anybody know it? Nope. Okay. Uh, so we're guessing that she got a message from her ex or her boyfriend or however you want to put it. But then, somebody I've never seen comes over and just takes it out of her hand. 
and then tears it up. And it's apparently a Blair Davenport. Don't know anything about her yet, but I will. And then, okay, all right. Uh, and this is not as bad as a 24-7 title, but uh, it's like too much better. And that's uh, Tiffany Stratton and Wendy Chu. Um, they do a little promo, and Mindy's in her normal voice, and, and it's, uh, that's all I'm going to do on that. Okay, then they go into Zoe Stark versus Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction. So um, <clears throat> they come out, and uh, Zoe, of course, I said it last week when I saw I'm not real familiar. I, I went back and checked some of her work, but... That young lady it, uh, was it wouldn't get in shape before she got injured. When she came back from the injury, she has been jacked. I mean, she is doing some unworldly cardio to get that kind of a body. But anyway, uh, she comes back. Oh, I mean, you know, it's Mandy Rosen and, and Zoe, and the match starts off, and it's actually, you know, a pretty good match. Uh, the crowd's about halfway. You know, the crowd's about, yeah, like about, yeah, you know, when you hear it, I mean, Mandy's got her fans. I mean, she's a beautiful lady, and and she's going to have her fans. But uh, Zoe had hers too. So, and then uh, Mandy goes really right after the knee, uh, and that's going to be the theme of this match, folks. Because uh, Mandy, Mandy is is has gotten a lot better now. Well, you know, since she's been in XT, she has definitely made uh, strides. I mean, she's gotten better. Uh, just not so sure uh, about, you know, some like when she does uh, the half crab, she did a half crab tonight, and it just didn't look right. She didn't make it look like she had it since then. She didn't look like her feet were, it just didn't look right. Uh, but, you know, everybody's got their own little things. I mean, <clears throat> it is what it is, you know, but the match is, is, is pretty much, I wouldn't say one-sided, but it, it, it stays a lot towards Mandy. And uh, she eventually ends up getting her uh, her foot caught in the rope, and uh, which Mandy, you know, goes after immediately and ends up pulling her brace off of her knee and really trying to do some damage. And then before it's all over, what happens? Mandy puts on the brace and uses it against Zoe. To win the match. <laughs> now who'd have thought that? But I mean I really thought that that might have been a chance they let her drop uh, the title for a couple weeks. But you know I was wrong. So uh, anyway uh, good match uh, and, and wasn't it, I didn't grade. Uh, let me see what did, what did I do on this? Wait a minute I want to on the uh, I gave the first match a B. I gave the Core Jade and uh, Roxanne match a B plus and then what was the other that uh, Tony D and, and Santos and uh, I'd have to say that's a, a solid B too um, yeah I'd have to say a solid B now oh yeah earlier the Giovanni uh, Giovanni and uh, the North American Championship I gave it a C so we got two B's and a C uh, right now but uh, this was a good match um, you know, uh, using the brace to end it for, I thought was a good little angle, you know, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not bad. And as I said, they had very few, uh, you know, screw ups, uh, but they covered them up really good. And then, like I said, man, if, 
it's okay to have these screw-ups, but it's how quickly you catch it and cover it. So somebody that doesn't know or doesn't watch as close as some people, like a goofballs like myself, um, and that is looking for a mistake or looking to where something that could happen. So anyway, um, it was kind of a good angle with the uh, brace on her. So, uh, but then they go into a Quincy uh, Elliott uh, promo and I don't really know how they're going to approach this because uh, that's a slippery slope man slippery slippery slope because uh, they're bringing him on as possibly a, uh, a, 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 a a gay character I guess you would say or, or a uh, whatever his you know orientation but they're going after that and they're using that as a premise of the character and that can be real, really. I mean, back in the old days, you had Gorgeous George and his valet, and that was great. And then, you know, that's been tried to be copied a few times. Uh, you had Adrian Street back in the day. He was, a lot of times, people were wondering, you know, in his early years. Uh, so, I mean, you know, it's it's a slippery slope to go down, but they are going down. And uh, they, they let him cut a promo, and he... Uh, Got a promo, okay, and then uh, you got to go into Grayson Waller uh, complaining and everything uh, uh, about Apollo Cruz, and then of course the ladies like, hey, you know, you uh, denied his challenge, and you know he says a couple smart aleck words, and then tells the lady she's got cheap perfume on. So that's the extent of that gentleman's promo. Which leads into J.D. McDonough and Braun Breaker. And, you know, well, they come out. Uh, first of all, when they come out, uh, Braun has a sledgehammer. And he, he like, uh, busted through a, a wooden box. Okay. Wooden box. Okay. All right. But uh, right when they start to match off, uh, JD goes right after the shoulder that he that he hurt, you know. So he's keeping his end up, and then, you know, Braun uh, kind of slaps JD at one time, and JD kind of looks at him with that faraway laugh, and you know, and it's you know that's so we are underway, and uh, you know everybody knows Braun Strong, and everybody knows you know he's a second generation wrestler, so he's got a little bit more training than your average Joe. So he knows he's probably a little better on some moves. So you know he's strong. But man, this man was doing flips and flops. And uh, he does like a, uh, uh, man, several, several moves. A backflip. Uh, I mean, he, he just, for his size and his weight, um, that ain't easy to do. You jump out there and get in your front yard and try to flip out and flip backwards like that. And if you're not, you know, it just it ain't an easy thing to do. So the big man looks good and strong in this one. But JD goes right after the shoulder, you know, like I said, and uh, he's uh, he's really working it good. And uh, at one time, <laughs> when Braun's making a, you know, JD gets upper on the match for a while, and then Braun gets upper, and at one point dime. Later, a little bit about midway in the match. Yeah, midway, midway, yeah, about midway. All right, so about midway during the match, um, he throws JD into the turnbuckle, and anybody that's been watching Ric Flair for any period of time has seen Ric Flair go into that turnbuckle, flip over it, and then do the strut down the apron. 
and uh, he he didn't do it like a flare style, but he did the flare flip over, and uh, then he had this like I'm stunned and kind of look, and and Braun knocks him off the apron and all that. But you know, um, he he looked at man at one point in time. Uh, he comes up and he looks at the camera and he smiles and he's got a mouth full of blood from you know from one of the moves. So you know it was uh, it was pretty good. You know um, it, it was. It, it was a good match. Don't get me wrong. Good match. Uh, and it showed uh, showcased Braun really good, but I don't think it did JD justice, to tell you the truth. And I, I don't know a ton, ton about him, but I have seen him for a while, and he's a pretty good wrestler, you know. And I just don't think this looked uh, very good for him. Uh, I think he did okay, you know, but I think he could have done better. And when you get a chance on your the main event on something like this, you got to go barn burner. You got to leave it all in the ring, and I just wasn't so sure about that, you know. But uh, you know, uh, it is what it is. There, they had uh, Braun fell down a couple times, but he made it look good, you know. And so Braun covered his stuff up real good, and you know so. But at the end of the match, man, it comes down to like three freaking spears from uh, from uh, uh, Braun. Uh, that's, yeah, no, that's when he jumped up one time and smiled at the camera with the blood in his face or in his mouth. You know, that evil clown kind of look. Uh, <laughs> but he did. Uh, yeah, the house of clowns, they were down there. But uh, he, uh, he, he jumped, uh, or he would get speared uh, for the third time and... and then it's of course it's you know it's it's not on it's done uh, so that's that's pretty much the way that one ends so they did a lot of um, they did a lot of filler with a lot of these promos uh, you know um, the, the overall okay well let me finish this match before I go any further uh, yeah the third spear uh, JD uh, win I mean JD loses uh, Braun keeps the belt. And then, out of nowhere, a man appears, and it is Tyler Bate, the UK champ. So, he comes out, and man, when he sit up there next to uh, Braun at the end of the show, you know, you know, they got to bring set up for the next, you know, next big, I didn't say pay-per-view, special event. Uh, so, they, you know, they're already, you know, as soon as this match is over, boom, they're already planning for the next uh, event, so... Tyler comes out and he uh, he's talking a little crap and he stands there and of course they both hold the belts up and look at each other you know angrily if that's a word angrily would that be one would that be one I don't know uh, but uh, yeah they do the stare down and do all that and but Tyler quite a bit smaller I mean JD was smaller too we'll have to see you know how Tyler looks in the upcoming weeks with this particular match but. That is it. I'm throwing the papers on the floor. It is through with the notes. Let's just go into what the heck happened. Gallus. Gallus. Don't like. Wolfgang, Mark, and Joe Coffey. Sure, they're great guys. Probably, you know, love to play frisbee golf with them or something. But not really sure if they're ready for this or if it's ready for them, possibly. Uh, the Creed Brothers' faces. Just their faces, <laughs> just their faces, their bodies and their actions. They're pretty good, you know. I got about that down, but their faces. Julius, not so much as as his brother, but 
Dang, they need to work on that man. They need to work on that man. Um, I think uh, I think that's about my major points that I wanted to make. Uh, and then with Tyler coming in, that that should be that's going to lead up to some stuff. And and I'm not sure where they're going to take Mello from here now, and and who's going to be going after his North American Championship. Uh, but you know, we'll see. Um, how this goes, you know, they're going to bring the Creeds back and, and let them fight uh, Briggs and, and Jensen. So, I mean, you know, there's all kinds of things to go or, or to see in upcoming weeks. Uh, so uh, we're also next week or anytime after that, anybody that wants to, I had some requests for uh, questions and I will start doing some questions, you know, one or two, nothing big. Um, uh, if you have something about NXT uh, or wrestling, you know, uh, you, on my Twitter, it's Memphis Mark for you, and that's uh, MPHS Mark. Uh, that's the abbreviation for Memphis, if, if you did not know, MPHS. So MPHS Mark uh, for the number four, you. And uh, we will try to answer a question or two uh, each week uh, on here. Um, and please, you know, be kind. <laughs> Don't send me. A bunch of crap, uh, but <laughs> I think we're going to be done with this review of Heat Wave. And uh, as I said, overall, what we got it like three Bs and a C. Yeah, that's 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 a strong B. I'd have to say, still maybe a B minus, you know. But I'd say we're going to leave it with a B. It was a B, not a B, but a it the grade of B. And. Uh, we're going to back on out of here before I say anything else to screw things up. So, um, uh, but we've get, we've done the uh, questions, we've done the review. So, that only leads me to say, uh, rescue if you can. Spay and neuter, please. And as always, this is Memphis Mark, and you know, uh, I'm out. Thanks for listening to the WWE Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show. Or head to wwepodcast.com. And for all of these shows ad-free, head over to patreon.com slash wwepodcast. Until then, we'll see you next time.